All right, well, let's get right into it. Welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me tonight, none other than Coach Nick. Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> what a wild ride this has been, huh? Holy Christ. <laughs> you know, the past three weeks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Come on, what's, what's at the top of your list I, of <laughs> most fucked up things you've seen this week? There, there, well, like, that list is very long. Like, And, and I think the, the unfortunate part that comes out, out of all of this is you don't know what to believe now. Yeah. Yeah, well, right? you really, you really don't like it. It's, 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 it's. Unfortunately, I think it's causing people to question everything, mm. even the most mundane of of articles, topics, headlines, uh, video clips that you see. I think it, it, it really because there's so much. I don't know what to call. It. There's so much fluff. <laughs> but we don't like. How do you know what's fluff? And that's the thing. Well, you know. <sighs> They're, they're going to call it all conspiracy theories. But then again, everything was a conspiracy theory. But yeah, two years ago, they were calling a lot of stuff conspiracy <laughs> theories they're that no, wait, wait, have they, turned out now not to be. They're not going to take your guns. What yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. They're not going to allow social media companies to, to, to determine morality for a society. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no. You know what? Freedom of speech. Top of the list. Hands down. Oh fuck! It's number. It's, it, I think it's. I think that is the. I, I think that's one of the fundamental tenets of any first world society. It has to be freedom. Freedom. Freedom of speech. Freedom to live. You know, freedom. There's a reason freedom's number one with a bullet, followed up by uh, number two. Well, yeah, yeah. In the mighty USA, uh, freedom of speech, you know, is. Uh, pretty darn important it is important uh the ability to actually say what's on your mind and and not uh have to fear you know without a fear of repercussions from anyone anything yeah. or anyone yeah like it's it's frightening to think that somebody could uh muzzle you in such a fashion that uh that isn't the kind of thing that you know i'm familiar with um you know some places around the world uh it seems to be okay i, I can tell you it doesn't work for me uh, i don't think i'm ever going to shut up well I, I i think that's one of the i would agree with that <laughs> i think that's couldn't let that one get past no, the goalie eh? no no I, was, I gave you false hope there for about mm. a second and a half i thought i was gonna uh, make i thought i was gonna make it <laughs> i think that's one of well, I know it's one of the one of the reasons why people choose to immigrate to Canada from what, what China. Well, not even necessarily. Well, they won't let them out of China, I don't think. But mm. I mean, there's there's a number of countries, dozens of countries around the world that people immigrate to Canada from, and I think that's one of the reasons why when you look at the people they come, the, excuse me, the country that they come from is is they don't have to worry about being shot. Or put in front of an anti-aircraft gun, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like like North Korea, yeah. because they choose to think, well, not even think, choose to say something or, or, or voice displeasure with some kind of government policy. Yeah. We, you know. We've grown up, we've grown up until I guess this point, uh, being able to um, uh, enjoy that. Uh, and I don't think I don't think it's caused really any problems other than maybe there's been, you know, a few arguments over the di family dinner table or, you know, whatever. But it, now it kind of seems like, well, we, if you don't agree with this, we're just going to we're just going to silence you. You don't have a voice, which 
doesn't sound a lot like inclusion, which is a word that the, the left likes to throw around quite liberally. Like how I did that right like there. That, like that. Well played, sir. So, yeah, it, it seems very, uh, I don't know, it seems very, very contradictory. So, but of course the left wouldn't wouldn't agree to that no we we're you're included as long as you decide to agree with and follow our rules yeah you're included that's not inclusion yeah <clears throat> you know dave's of the opinion that we're gonna this is gonna be our last podcast <laughs> he says really yeah you know he seems to think that we're gonna get torn down if we start expressing our political views like i mean they're doing it for whatever two three years whatever yeah. it is it feels like forever yeah <laughs> No, the, the, the idea that somebody wouldn't allow you to uh, speak your mind, you know, that's uh, that's pretty important. Um, you know, freedom of press, uh, the ability to share information on the Internet, um, you know, uh, the idea that they would silence the American president, a sitting American president. Well, okay, like, now, I guess the way he's conducted himself over the four years, I can see why some people don't like him. He is pretty brash. He is pretty arrogant, mm -hmm. if you look at it. However, I, I don't ever recall... Well, I guess they silenced other presidents in the past, though. If you think about it, they silenced JFK pretty quick. Oh, yeah. That was, like, yeah. That was, that was yeah. kind of a, a big... A big uh, I mean, and I was there, too. I've, I've been there, right? Yeah. So I've, I, And I've stood at the grassy knoll and... Uh, you stood outside the school book depository and, and went up and saw the X where the motorcade, the limousine, the motorcade was. And it's, it was a very surreal moment. But I mean, that's the ultimate. And if you want to silence someone, you mm. can't get more silent than that. You know, I'm not, not making a joke here, but no. that's no. silencing someone. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, frightening that you go from, you know, one to the other <laughs> so quickly when you're thinking um, it's it's actually um, such a beautiful place, Washington, D.C. Uh, have, have you been? No, I have not. I, I have. I have. You know what? Washington, D.C., in its own way, is, is a real crown jewel. Like, I mean, you know, I stayed in a hotel with my father. Um, I was probably about uh, 13 or 14 years old. Uh, he used to travel on business um, quite frequently. And, and it came. Not, like, not like the politicians are traveling on business now. No, no. That was actual business. This is actual business. But he, he took me along with him, um, you know, to go. And uh, certainly it was fun. It was fun to be left alone in Washington, D.C. as a 14-year-old boy uh, for uh, about a half day. Washington's it, pretty violent, too. You know, well, no. you get out of that, that general area where all the politics is, and, and Washington's pretty nasty. It can, it, it can get a little, it can get a little dodgy. It, I, can, I, it can get sketch. You know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm 13 years old, and I'm, uh, my father's left me with a little bit of money and said, like, you know, take a cab and go to the Smithsonian. And That's not bad. Yeah, right. And, the, you know, the uh, uh, Museum of Natural History. And uh, go uh, go to the aerospace exhibit. And he'd he give, he give me some, like, instructions. So, you know, I, I pretty much got my own little tour uh, of Washington, D.C.'s, you know, monuments. And, I mean, they're beautiful. Like, like seeing that stoic, you know, shape sitting in that chair, um, you know, the Lincoln Memorial, Lincoln, yeah. you know, uh, the, the, the Washington, you know, that big spike that stood up out of the ground, the Capitol Hill itself. Like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really a beautiful place. And the museums actually were so much fun to go to. And, uh, so, so, uh, like for a kid my age, uh, visually, uh, 
just a festival. Yeah. You know, for a kid that grew up loving dinosaurs and, you know, yep. uh, you know, animals like lions and, and, you know, looking at cavemen, you know, it was, it was actually really cool, you know, back then, which was, you know, probably about the, well, I'd say probably a four. So, I mean, it really was a different time. I traveled by myself all day and, you know, I, I got a, uh, a great kind of feel, uh, for the grandeur of Washington. It's really a shame to see that it's been, uh, you know, desecrated because I mean, you could really tell when you walk through, uh, into Capitol Hill, you know, on the tours that there was this great sense of, um, uh, pride, you know, and just, you could feel it in the structure and, uh, walking through those halls, like really a beautiful, uh, you know, architectural uh, delight for a kid that, you know, grew up appreciating uh, nice buildings. Um, but I remember the security being tight, even then, like way before 9-11. And when things were just, you know, like we, we didn't do a lot that was safe in the 80s. But I remember feeling, you know, a great sense of security in that building. Like you had to go through metal detectors. And, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, they asked to go through your bag and they went through your bag, you know, like there was definitely a feeling that, you know, you weren't coming into, um, these areas without meeting, uh, you know, armed resistance. You could see guns on people. Like it was actually really for me, um, being in the United States really was a, a you know, it's a completely different culture in some respects. Like there's definitely, well, yeah, it is of course, but, but you know, the presence of guns though is in the United States, much more of a reality. And I remember, you know, being in certain States where you'd see them, Washington, uh, didn't allow, um, I believe, uh, pistols to be carried when I was there, uh, in the eighties, uh, in, anywhere within the city. Yeah. yeah. You, they, they, they definitely had their, their problems with crime. Yeah, it's a pretty high crime area. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and this is where I get to the part where I, I, I got to say it, like, you know, even before footage surfaced, I was really surprised to hear that anybody, despite the fact that they had tons of time to prepare, anybody could like, like I saw the how pictures, do you just, how yeah. do you scale the walls? Like, I, like I'm, I'm willing to bet that the three, one of the three most, like, other than the White House and the Pentagon, probably the third whatever, most secure area in the United States, if not the Northern Hemisphere or the world, and people are just... Wa they, yep. A, they said they didn't know, and B, they just walked in. Like... Like we're just, we're here here we come we're climbing up. There's no look 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 like, come look, on. look look at look at us scaling the wall. <laughs> My favorite was the video where the where oh they're squabbling with Trump protesters. Oh here they come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the and honestly where they uh, open the gates. Yeah and then where the, the guy and then waved they, them through yeah, and, the, and the cops the, like <laughs> calmly turned their back and started walking. <laughs> like honestly, that looked like a violent scuffle. Honestly oh they're squabbling with protesters testers and you see the cop the, well the, the gate moves and the cop waves his hand and it's like come on guys like what the fuck like, I was yeah. killing myself laughing I went like is the thing the protesters it's like if yeah they, are they running out of money that they can't get good actors anymore like what's going on? Like, at least in that at least in because that seemed to be that seemed to be the video clip that, that garnered the most attention and kind of made the most rounds that I saw and and the fact that they described it as violent, like they described, they're trying to paint it in a violent light. I didn't see, I didn't see any punches thrown. I didn't nope. see any, anything thrown. I didn't see, and, and, and if, if you're a cop and it's quote unquote violent as it was being purported to be, then you, are you just going to like 
open the gates, release the hounds, and then turn your back on them with uh, without maintaining, maintaining eye contact. They didn't have any weapons drawn. There was no pepper spray out ready to blast people, but it was a, like... And then let's contrast that now to six months of six months of anarchy. Holy shit! Burn it to the ground, Batman. Mur- people getting murdered, raped. Uh, yeah, things getting burned down. Nobody said crickets. What's that? Democrats, crickets. But now the people, the idiots that that storm the Capitol are are domestic terrorists now, for one day. Right? Probably not a good idea to do that. I don't know too many people who, unless you're super far right wing, which we are not here, mm-hmm. that, that would agree with what, with what they did. I mean, protesting, fine. Storming the Capitol, I don't know. I don't know if I've given enough thought to... Well, to, you know... But, but, but that was half a day, really, because then the National <laughs> Guard came in at 6 and shut it down. Where was the National Guard for six months? In in Oregon and New York or wherever, right? Portland. No National Guard there. No National Guard in Chicago. No National Guard in New York. But it took, um, what, until 6 o'clock that day to get the National Guard there. And then by the next day, or within 36 hours, there's 7,000 National Guard troops in, in Washington. Like, like I, I don't want like, how can, I don't understand how people just can not... I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. Well, <clears throat> I can think of a couple of possibilities. I mean, uh, we're, we're not going to delve too deeply into the conspiracy theories uh, here tonight, but I, I can tell you right now, uh, it, it looked uh, ridiculous uh, to me. Like, I mean, the guy with the bison, right, horns, oh, the Viking. and the, the Viking, you know, he's, he's tatted up, face painted up, he's ready to roll. He had some pretty distinctive tattoos as well. He, oh, yeah. Those were very distinctive. Well, those weren't like a fucking dolphin on your on your ankle, right? Yeah, like, those yeah. are pretty... I, I, think, I think anybody that saw this guy, uh, you know, between the, um, you know, front of his body uh, in the form of half his chest, he, you know, I saw a lot of paint down there, and then he's like that, what is it, like a like a leopard's uh, spots on his arms or something? I like, don't even know if it was it, that. It looked like there was like square rectangles. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Well, squares or rectangles, they can't be both. <laughs> I, yeah, haven't taught, I haven't taught geometry <laughs> yet this year. No, you know, I, uh, honestly, I, I was really surprised though when I saw, you know, I, I thought it was funny, you know, before I even saw any footage, like how the hell did they get in there? You, you start to see pictures of people like sitting at desks with their feet up, you know, and it's, it's really, it's really kind of comical. Like I, I wasn't surprised to see like people being filed in, like, you know, in pairs, like walking in in a line. Like, did you see that? Did you see that video? Where they're, I like, think, they're, like, is the, that the, the one? The one guy actually moved like one of the, one of the mobile barriers. Did you not see, <laughs> did you not see the video I sent you today about, uh, they identified the name of the politician. It was like a backdoor entrance. Oh, I saw that one. He just kind of opened the, door. the doors. Come on in, kids. Oh, I went out. They came in, you know. You plausible <laughs> deniability, except there's a camera right there. Except there's like, a camera right there. And you've been identified. Uh, you can't believe what you see anymore. No. It's, it's, you know, well, like, the left is great at gaslighting. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. But you know what, though? But apparently Trump called for a massive riot, which is, which is what they're telling the general public, you know, the incited violence. It's like, no. Like, I saw I saw what he said prior to the Funny wa- that you mentioned that. I screen capped something today. Keep going. Let me find uh, well, it. you know what? It's funny. Just just prior to the walk, you know. Here it is. What is it? So quotes from this is during the whole time of of the peaceful protests in the spring. Okay. 
There will be blood in the streets by Loretta Lynch. <laughs> Who says protests have to be pe- have to be peaceful? Chris oh, Cuomo. Man. There needs to be unrest in the streets. Ayanna Presley. Protests should not let up. Kamala Harris. Uh, I just don't know why there aren't uprisings all over this country. Maybe there should be Nancy Pelosi. Uh, And you get out and create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they are not welcome anywhere. Anywhere, Maxine Waters. Waters. And then there's and then there's go home with love and peace. Remember this day forever. President Trump. (laughs) So, yeah, I know. I know it's honestly, dude, it's a crazy world we live in. I, I think they think they can rewrite history any way they want. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's just so right out there. The things that are getting said now are um, really unbelievable. It's uh, it's been a wild ride. I, 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 for one, am ready to get off. Uh, you know, if the beginning of 2021, it is 2021. It's, it, it, six, it's one six, of those hold my hold hold my beer moments. Wow, six days in, and we're hold my beer 2020. Right, and and you know, <clears throat> people keep talking about you know what's happening. I, I don't know. They uh, they were supposed to air, or well, it, it, it looked like it was going to be on some form of uh, Fox Own News, uh, going to be aired on the internet. They announced that Donald Trump would be speaking and then pulled the plug and, and substituted it with uh, what I thought was uh, some I didn't get, I didn't get speakers, a on, speakers on the vaccine rollout instead. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that's so I did. Yeah, because I, I logged in a couple times and, and it's like, then it said it's starting in 85 minutes or something, set a reminder, and then I just never, it just never occurred. Yeah. Well, but there, the, the, and, and the, the, the theorists are going to be the theorists are going to be spinning that like why didn't it happen and what's going on right like it's like everything else now it gets it's it's going to get it'll get spun well there's uh you know not a lot of time left as we uh tick tock yeah you hear that clock tick down i uh you know i gotta admit whatever you're gonna do do it soon please um i i'm certainly made you know to feel a little bit nervous about the timing of all this I'm, uh, yeah right? i'm a little on edge myself yeah. yeah you know uh if if anybody um happens to be traveling abroad right now uh i would i would suggest you get home to canada if you're uh you know out there it's probably a good idea that you come back as soon as possible uh lest you uh, run the risk of being you know cut off at the border I, well, uh, Justin Trudeau came out tough, talking tough again today, as much as he could talk yeah. tough, saying, "Yeah, inter- people traveling, it's going to be very difficult for them at the airports now, which people have been calling for since the beginning of this whole schmazzle." But interestingly enough, he he came out and made that comment after he came back from his warm vacation, apparently with a prostitute. <laughs> Did you see that one? I, you know, I have I, no idea if that's true or not. No, I know, just thought it was kind of funny when I, I, saw, I, I, saw, I, I, I saw I saw it. Uh, you know, certainly there's a lot of things floating around that are true and not true. Uh, I'm willing to believe a lot of things that maybe perhaps other people are not uh, as a result of, you know, my exposure to the impossible. Um, you know, looking looking at what's going on, uh, you know, I I think that you know the United States has definitely got problems on the horizon. Uh, yeah, you know, like uh, to to ban the president from his primary source of communication with the public, like that's not cool. Uh, I imagine that uh, you know people jumping over to Parler were you know really unpleasantly surprised when they found out that Apple could pull a plug at any time. Well, again, it's all it's all based on. It, it, like the the left is based on emotion, 
Yeah. And and, and they 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 can't deal with they, they get emotional when or maybe it's not emotion's not the correct term, but they they can't deal with people or someone with a a, a differing idea, something that that takes away from what they believe and what they want to do doesn't align with it. They find it very tough. They're like the little the little sucky kid. It's kind of sad to watch. Right? Uh, I, it, I, it, it, it is. It's very it's very juvenile. It's very immature. And, and I've said it before. It kind of reminds me of, you know, stuff that I deal with daily in a grade four or five classroom. It's like, why is there this drama? Can't you be an adult? Understand the fact that someone doesn't agree with you and move on. Turn the page. Or, you know, to you to update it to 2021 terms, let's use social media. Scroll past. Yeah. Ignore it. Be be a freaking adult. Like, don't so, whine because oh, and then try to silence people that don't that don't agree with you. Like that is like that's that's elementary school stuff. You know, and, and at the same time, it's you know very uh, you know very serious. You know, like I I I laugh about some of the stuff going on, but uh, truth be told, you know, like it or not, we've got uh, what, no matter what you believe, whether you believe that the election was rigged, uh, not rigged, you know, any one of a number of theories as to what's gone on over the course of the last four years, uh, whether you like Trump or not, and or if you hate him even. You know, it's important that he be able to express uh, himself and his opinions, and we should be able to do that as well. He should be able to communicate with the public at all times. Um, you know, I, I don't know how on earth they could think that they could possibly justify, you know, when they allow the things that they do. Cause, because they don't like him. It's based on emotion, so we, and we don't like him. So I'm going to coin a term right now, selective censorship. Yeah. And and which is really isn't it, it's, it doesn't really make sense because censorship is in itself inherently selective, right? So it's kind of it's kind of a redundant comment, redundant phrase. But but it, 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 there can't be I would I, I, you can't have there can't ever be censorship that is moderated because regardless of what political aff- affiliation you align with. Whoever's in power is going to be the one dictating the censorship. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not good if the right censoring, but it's not good if the left is censoring either. It's got to be, it's almost got to be the wild west. If you think about it, right? <laughs> you didn't turn your phone off. I know. It's probably Sam. It's up there. You don't even oh, know where it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. And it is too. I promise, Sam. I'll call you back later. Turn the volume down now. I will. It's a freaking disaster. You know what? Holy Christ. Hold on. See, it just killed the point. I was on a roll there. My my apologies. And you freaking write your apologies. You know what? what? Rude of me. Rude. But no, it doesn't. It it doesn't matter. Whoever's empowered, there can't be. There can't be censorship. It's got to be, like I was saying, the wall was almost like when Facebook and all those all those (laughs) other social media platforms just started. Right. If if you're if if you're an adult, yeah, f- and for the most part, most adults know right from wrong, unless you are mentally incapable of doing so, which that's the case sometimes. However, the vast majority of adults know right from wrong. If you want to start espousing your love for the Nazi regime and Adolf Hitler and uh, making uh, 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 
racial comments, you deserve what you get. You deserve what you get. Because the opposite of that is not letting anybody talk or the the only person, sorry, not the only person, or or the 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 determining the parameters are set by the people in power hold the hold the hold the strings like we're seeing now with the social media companies all um run by left-wing people i didn't now i'm not saying extreme right or or like far left-wing but they're left-wing and they're determining what people can and can't see can and can't hear can and can't make a decision about. That's what a, that's what adulting is. Yeah. Is is you figure it out for yourself. So if you make that decision to post something on your your social media feed or your social media wall or whatever that is you know controversial or discriminatory or is is racist then you deserve what you get. <laughs> You know, I was just sorry. I, you know, after Sam called, I got a little distracted for a second here. Well, a little distracted. Yeah, my 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 apologies. You know what? You don't even know what day it is right now. No, no fucking no, ADD. No, 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 no. Up the dosage. No, no, not at all. Hold on, hold on. So, um, did I uh, did I tell you about my trip to uh, to get the uh, Arisaka and the uh, Key ninety eight? Did I tell you about that? So, so I. I went to go see this guy about a gun. Yeah. About, <laughs> not a horse. I, uh, <clears throat> one of my old sergeants, I guess, had a buddy. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. yeah. So did, 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 I, did I tell you what happened with, uh, with the Arisaka? Arisa- you can't even say it. Did having, you practice like uh, I said? You know what? Don't give me a hard time. Right? You, you can't. You, <laughs> I'm juggling numbers in my head. Say the word. Listen, the word. I'm juggling numbers in my head right now. Relax. What's it called? 6.5 six, uh, 6. by 50, 50 is the cartridge. Yeah. yeah it's, what's the it, name it, of the gun? Where, it, it's, it's the Arisaka. There you go. You had to slow it down. I had to slow it down. No, it's this Japanese battle rifle. And, you know, I, I had an opportunity to, you know, clean that thing up with you a little bit. And I, I was quite impressed. Actually, the uh, rifling is really strong. Um, and the bore is kind of shiny. For a gun, like, from... Maybe well, that was after we put about 90 minutes into cleaning it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it definitely... It was, it was it, pretty oh, dark. Oh, it was pretty bad. But, uh, you know, a little steel wool later, and she turned out real nice. Uh, it definitely uh, a really cool piece. If you're into, like, you know, World War II bolt-action, you know, rifles... And uh, Japan, you know, obviously had their their team's gun. Um, it's 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 a nice little rifle. I really like the bayonet. It's got this big kind of swoop. That thing's about four and a half feet long. It's once you big. get the bayonet, it, you know, there. It, it's big. Like I mean, hold, just holding this thing, I can kind of imagine, you know, a Japanese soldier in the Pacific, like on an island someplace, you know, fighting out fighting out for their lives. Like it really is, you know, a cool piece of World War II hardware. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to shoot it. Actually, I'm gonna have to find some ammo for it. Um, I'm, but, you haven't, but you haven't really looked, though, have you? No, 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 not yet. I, I'm told I'm told it's available. Uh, I definitely want to get you know a couple of rounds through this gun and go attack the gongs with it. Um, I, I, there's a couple of places I think that you'd want to look first. I can think of. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, all right. You know, online, I, online. I don't think anybody around here has well, it. Well, l- looking at it, looking at the gun's uh, cartridge, 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's buzzing along at about twenty five hundred feet per second. It's. A, it's a two. Uh, if I, if memory serves me correctly, like a two forty three caliber round. Like it's not. It's not a big. What round. size two, brush two, did you use? You know, two. Sorry, two sixty three. I think it is. No, the, I don't have a two sixty three. No, brush. You, you don't have a two sixty three brush. But uh, I used the next size up. I think when I was uh, brushing it out. But I, I got. I gotta admit, like it's a smaller. It's like it's it's smaller than thirty cal, but bigger than. It, than it's pretty tiny. Like I, you look at the bore, it's like that's pretty tiny. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you, like you, it doesn't look much bigger than twenty two. Yeah, like it's it, you can tell it's visibly bigger than twenty two, but definitely not crossing anywhere near thirty. But so it's got kind of a tiny hole in the end. And apparently, this is uh, this gun's throwing about one hundred and thirty nine grain uh, projectile, which you know brings it in kind of uh, underpowered compared to some of the other cartridges of the day. Uh, like eight mil Mauser, thirty odd six, you know, uh, in the uh, in the carbine or not the carbines, the uh, Springfield M1s. Uh, the Lee Enfields were shooting three hundred threes. They were a little more powerful. Uh, that eight mil Mauser out of a K ninety eight is uh, definitely got some punch. Yep. You know. It's not bad though. No, no, it's been, oh, totally manageable. But you can tell she's got some pop when it hits the steel. All right, we're in business again. <laughs> it's totally my fault. I know. I know. You know what? It's not my fault. The draw on batteries is just phenomenal on this thing. Well, I, if it was, hold on. If it if it was the first time and not the umpteenth time in the course of the past two years, and and maybe if you get rechargeable battery, about eight recharge because they're like five bucks a pack at you're, you're Dollarama an, you know right you're, now. You're an you're an asshole because you know what? I keep on I keep on buying batteries for this thing and they're not eats, rechargeable. It, it, it fucking eats them. Okay, they're I know. Rechargeable. I, you're right. You're right. Spend ten bucks, go get eight rechargeable batteries at Dollarama, and and charge them. Really? I just. Yeah, you, you can get those at Dollarama. Yes, really. I saw them the other day. I didn't wow. buy them. Though. See, you know, Double I A's. see. I really didn't have any need for batteries. You know, prior. You needed batteries for the. You know, I, I, you know like, what, Hey, why don't you settle down? Holy Listen, until, until I started using this thing, but it eats them like candy. I mean, th these. Right. Pounds, so these if are, you go get off your wallet, go spend ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, times are getting tight, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just bought two guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. You know what? It's not my fault. They were good. Hey, it is your fault. <laughs> you know, they were it's, it's not my fault. What do you mean? It, it's an investment. <laughs> you know, it's not I, my fault. I listened to Jack the other day. He was justifying to me buying this lever action gun. And he says, you know what? If anything, it's an investment. I laughed. Like, who are you trying to fucking convince? Yeah. Right? He goes, no, no, it's a good gun. I'd probably pay more if I bought it new. And, and, it's, it's still new. He hasn't I'm fired sure it. He, I'm sure he probably gets a bit of a deal on it. Oh, my God. It was, you know what? It was funny. I, I can tell you that buying guns is always fun. Uh, anybody who's done it knows, you know, if you're a legal gun owner and you're in Canada and or the United States. I'm sure there's nothing better than the feeling you get when that that new gun arrives. Uh, it's always an exciting time uh, for people in the firearm community to. Uh, you you know, better check to see how much time we got there. No, we got we, no, we got a full bar. We're good. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got lots of time. All right. All right. Don't worry. We're gonna finish this up. So anyway, we don't so, need to see now. You want to hurry? No, no, no. I don't want to hurry. I want to get back to. I want to get the, back to the Arasaka. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go. Okay. So he, the, he practiced that for 20 minutes you know, while we're trying to find batteries in the mirror when no one was looking. No, I, I I like I like the idea of shooting this thing. I got to dig up some ammo, uh, but you know, of course, while we uh, got this thing all cleaned up, I sent some pictures up to my you know a friend of mine, Paul. He knows he knows quite a bit more about these things than you know most people do. I know, so I fire him off these pictures, and he sends them back or responses back. You know, because I asked him, I said, look, what's its value roughly? You think? And you know, can you tell me anything about it? And he tells me it's you know a certain series and that it's uh, a good example. And of course. 
I point out to him that it's got a split in the stock, you know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> right? And I, I was I was killing myself laughing at this one because, you know, of course, I, I bought this gun and I, I got it bit. You know, I looked I looked kind of in the bore after dropping a rod down through it to clear out the cobwebs. Like, it looked to be a little bit better uh, than the Mauser I was looking at uh, just prior to it. And, uh, you know, it was in pretty good shape, except it had this, you know, horrible split, you know, and, and it ran down the entire length of the stock. And I was like, oh, man, that's a bad one. And it's on both sides, too. And so, yeah. you know, getting it just that, happens to be right through. You know, right, right. I'm like, man, man, that thing's going to looks like it's going to fall right off, maybe. Right. And and so, you know, I send these pictures off to Paul and he, he tells me a little bit about the rifle and, and how important it is that it have this uh, chrysanthemum stamping on uh, I, I told you that yeah 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 well no no no. but like that 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 came uh, that came up a couple of times and you know i think you told me that they were ordered to uh, obliterate the stamping on the top of the rifle well, when, when i were... saw yours yeah i could see where somebody had punched it yeah yeah and, and they call it kind of like the dirty birds on the k98s right yeah they they, they, they uh, scrub them or they, they call it peening well no paul called it zeroed Right, he said. Yeah, they, they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess they took a punch and they were trying to damage these uh, chrysanthemum crests that were on, on the you know uh, breach of their gun, and you know to to not allow Western eyes to see the you know the seal of the emperor, and so they were told to damage them, and and some of them are really you know gone, like completely obliterated, and others are in better shape, and some are pristine, and they're the most desirable collectibles. Yeah, you get one that hasn't been touched. You've got you got a, a collector's item. Yeah, for sure. yeah. I mean, still, you know, I. I I said to Paul, I said, well, what do you think? And of course he threw a value at me, uh, very quickly. And I was surprised. I thought, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I guess it's an underrated sort of, you know, collectible now, but, um, you know, just much like the Lee Enfields, they've really come out of their shell. And of course now they cost quite a but bit of money. But the soccer's are quite more, way more rare than, than, than Lee Enfield. So, I, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'd have to look at the numbers again. I'm, I'm sure Lee Enfields, they made lots of those, but Lee Enfields uh, are really, you go on the forums, Enfields mm-hmm. are still pretty easy to find. Airsoc is not so much. Well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to see how, um, accurate it might be. So I'm going to, I'm going to bench this thing out and uh, get on some targets and see how she does. But, uh, I'm going to put a couple of people behind it and see, uh, see how, how tight she'll group. And then of course, you know, I gotta say it. When I bought this gun, I thought it was damaged horribly, and later As I did fu- I. Well, you know, it, it, it's, it's I don't know. Like I just thought, wow, it's badly split. And then when I sent the pictures off to Paul, he kind of laughed at me and he said, you know, it's not damaged. And I said, what are you talking about? And I, of course, you know, I'm pointing to the pictures, and he's like, no, no. If I didn't like you, I'd tell you it was cracked and <laughs> get rid of it. But he says, uh, but that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Right, and I tell you, man, I hung my head in shame because but I. But why though? What's right? the reasoning behind well, that? Well, well, I guess according to Paul, they 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 had wood of the correct size and short supply, so uh, it became necessary for the Japanese to make a two-piece stock. So I guess they took two pieces of wood and um, glued them together, tongue and groove, you know, kind of into one another. Like I pulled the end cap off with you, and you know, remember I said to you, I said, you know, that end cap will kind of hold it well, together. Well, I, I asked you to take it off because for whatever reason and i know it's not a k31 but i thought for whatever reason there might be some for some kind of identifying 
marks or something underneath the the, the butt plate. But yeah, you know, just a lot of dust and and, yeah. cr- and crud. But I, I remember noticing when you pulled it off. I said, you know, what? like I mean, that whole piece kind of wraps around the top of the stock, and then it, and it bolts, yeah. and then it bol- and it bolts in there, and then and then bolts in at the bottom of the stock. I remember looking at you and saying, well, at least we it won't fly apart when I pull the trigger the first time. But hearing that it wasn't damaged at all and that's the way they made them made me laugh because I thought to myself, you know what? It's ridiculous. Like, just when I think I've seen it all in guns and I can't be fooled by something small like that. Like, I was convinced it was split. And so now to hear that it's in perfect uh, perfect shape or at least for a rifle of that uh, age, the socks in that actually pretty good condition. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, yep. I'm pretty I'm pretty surprised, uh, you know, uh, you know, the overall uh, presence of the piece now. I'm literally looking forward to pulling the trigger. We'll probably get that off to the Dale at some point and maybe work on the gongs and uh, do a little bit of accuracy once i find ammo you gotta get yeah if any if anybody out there uh knows where we can get our hands on some of that uh fancy uh, 6.5 by 50 uh sr we'd love to, to try some out um you know we're gonna be shooting that thing and you know ringing out whatever it uh, has to offer I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it i think they're going to be uh, selling the piece at fishing world uh in their previously owned section soon if you haven't checked that out i suggest that you kind of get on to what are they, uh, what, are they what are they selling there the previously owned firearms so yeah they, but what is it what, what specifically did you oh you weren't you just saying check it out oh yeah yeah oh, sorry yeah, i thought you gave an example you know, that, there that, that, that i that, missed that that use section's growing and yeah. uh, of course we've got you know some people coming forward with uh, small estates and i think it'll be a good place to watch if you uh, haven't been on the fishing world website it's uh, it's coming along I'm, I'm really impressed with the direction they're heading in uh you know i uh, i could see that they're vacuuming the floors now uh the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? those, those those animals over at the treehouse we'll whip them into shape yet i'll tell you man and I, I, uh, I really like going there though. Uh, they got a good selection of firearms, uh, having some trouble these days getting stuff in all you Americans are hogging it all. I, I, I get, I get the people are nervous, but you may want to save some uh, ammunition guns for the uh, nice Canadians just I'm, north I'm, of you. I put in an order. I'm picking up a bunch oh, are you? tomorrow night from Dave and stocking up. Yeah. Starting yeah. to stockpile. Oh God. <laughs> you know, I, I, I always love when they do like a raid story and they say he was, he had five guns and 2000 rounds of ammunition. Yeah. Right. And, and, and a thousand of it is, hey. is two boxes of little, little hey. two little boxes of twenty two. And everybody in the firearm community is going, fl- "Oh my god, fly weight!" Right? Like, yeah. like two thousand. Jesus Christ! No, but then to the average person, like, "Oh my god, it's oh, a, yeah. it's an arsenal!" Oh my god, yeah, an arsenal of bullets, two thousand bullets. It's like, "Oh my god, you can't be serious." But that's two- what I'm saying. You get two five hundred pack bricks of 22 that take up <laughs> take up half a cubic foot you got a thousand rounds I, you know that's probably what happens you know i could see cops in most cases you know looking at the box and saying well there you go it says 500 rounds we'll just put it all under that uh you know i remember logging ammunition the guys used to hate it because you would have to you know kind of figure out what's what um i was never afraid to kind of identify ammunition because i was a little more familiar with it but uh you know yeah you don't you don't identify ammunition sometimes you put it in guns too, oh jeez, you know what there was that, that one that one time that it, one time well it was you know what thankfully it, it, all it, it takes is one time you know what you're absolutely right but i mean that was that was a mistake of mine i'll never forget that <laughs> you know what it worked out well and thankfully the gun was built for it thankfully, <laughs> thankfully for me the gun was built for it <laughs> you know what hey listen uh i am <laughs> I'm too important to die. <laughs> okay, so here you try Holy it. Christ. <laughs> you went to cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, okay, so we we got through that. Uh, you're, you're, like you're one of the like eight people that graduated in in the oh, in the, wait, oh in, you in know the, what you get decade of the eighties. You, <laughs> you average one per year. You know what? Hey, listen, quality, not quantity. All right. <laughs> It was, and now all I do is when I when I go, it's like, and I say, "Can I have fries with that shake?" And oh, look, it's a cathedral grass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? How dare you insult my alma mater? That was a good high school. Back in the day, we kicked it's, you. It's, yeah, it's you're a, still, you know what? We, you know what? You. It's a shadow of what it used to be. That's all the right, problem. Because I, I was just about, I was just about to say, right? You guys, you guys are still butthurt from the ass whipping we gave you back back in the 80s and 90s on the football field it, it's been a generation since you've done anything in football I'm you just know I, hey look all i'm gonna say is it hurt that much that's how bad <laughs> that's how that's how bad we robbed you guys you know what we always laughed and said newman made a deal with the devil he said they, he said they'd be in the championship but they'd never win it oh yeah <laughs> hey we won a couple since i've been coaching there just yeah, settle down you know what uh there's no question you got a good football program there i'm uh you know, I meant to, you know, I meant to ask you was, do you know, is there still uh, a Mich- an Ann Arbor, Michigan football camp? In a high school st- camp? Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the schools still have high school camps. Yeah, do they? But do they still do? Do they still do the yeah. uh, one in Ann Arbor, Michigan? They all, all the big schools. So still, that's still, and even a lot of lot, lot of schools still do them. I mean, they it's 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 a, a lot of kids now. Whether you're Canadian or American, they do. It's it's almost like a recruiting, uh, a scouting trip. Oh yeah. So they'll do like kids that are that want to get recruited. They'll do maybe two or three of those camps in the summer. They'll just go into like a little circuit. They'll they'll find maybe two or three that go back to back, and then they'll just pay their money and they'll and they'll drive from one to the other, and hopefully you know you turn some heads right and and. and and people reach out and want to start recruiting you, but yeah, oh yeah, they all still do them. Big schools and small schools. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I remember uh, my experience uh, with uh, their football camp. The uh, Wolverines run a tight show. I I thought I was a you know superstar when I got there, and I realized very quickly uh, in America there were uh, twenty guys my size, my height, that were uh, just as you know tenacious as I am out there on the football and, field. And, and them being American and you being Canadian then means means all the difference. Oh, you they wouldn't even look at you. Well, you know, you you uh, unless I, unless you were for, head and shoulders, yeah. which was was not that common then. They would not even bat an eyelash. Wow! See, they take your money, say thank you, oh, son. Yeah. Good luck. Oh yeah, but there's no question. You know, we had people uh, we had people from that camp uh, contacting me. You know, beyond. You know, uh, my my experience there, and I thought, you know, at some point I was going to play football in the United States. I could tell you the big show, right, is uh, amazing to watch. You know, once you're down there in the United States, you can tell that, you know, things are a little different it's down there. It's a machine. It's a business. It's, it's unbelievable. That's I, all it is. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I was wondering, though, if they still ran it, because I remember that, uh, that camp was like two-part conditioning, like unbelievable hell week. Yeah, you go for a oh. week and live there. Like it's a great oh, experience, unbelievable. But, but you that's all you do for the time that you're there. It was it was honestly it was like Sparta, man. Like that was it was well, from from the moment you opened your eyes until the minute you went to bed, you were and it was hot as fuck. It's no different. Oh, like, God, oh, yeah. Was it ever hot? It's no different like I my coaching experiences, like I've had the opportunity to coach at guest coach at, at university camps up here in the fall when they're starting. And I went and I went for 
a week straight and then I had to come back and start getting ready for, for teaching. But I'm not kidding. Like you're, you're, it's probably 15 hour days for a week straight. Yeah. So you have you have your practices, you have your meetings, you have your film, you have another practice, you got three meals in there and, and, and you don't do anything. That's all you do from the time that you wake up till about nine, ten o'clock, you're done with the kids, and then it's like, okay, whose turn is it to get a case? It's like, holy Christ. <laughs> there was a couple I was this was up at Waterloo not too long ago. There was a couple nights where it's like you're up till three and, and you gotta be on the field at seven thirty. Mm. And it's like that was a rough day. Yeah. I've, I've, I've felt my age, boy, let me tell uh, you. Yeah, and I'm feeling mine, too. So we're going to wrap it up tonight. We're all coming right, up on right. an hour here. Anyway, listen, Coach Nick, thank you so much for joining me. Always fun. You know what? Always a good time. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.